FitFam, what's happening? Thanks again for listening to FitFam Radio. It is I, Coach Manny, and today I am so glad and honored to sit down with the Eric Rapluski. I think that's how you say his last name. Um, Eric is a um, resident member of the 4 p.m., mainly the 5.30, but sometimes he comes to the 4 p.m. Uh, used to be 5 a.m. Um, Eric got to finish the 75 hard challenge, and I'm sure most of you guys have heard that. Um, we're still unsure of where it originated from or, or how it did or whatnot, and I'll let him dive into the details. Um, but it was a great conversation, um, and it was something that I think all of us can take home we, we could take something from this conversation that him and I had, right? The 75 hard is very difficult. It is very challenging mentally. And I think for most or for some, it'll be a great and easy challenge. And I think for most, if you are wanting to step outside your comfort zone and legit step outside your comfort zone, no more two-day challenge or week challenge or 30-day challenge. Let's go. Let's go 75 days hard, okay? I'm super stoked. Uh, Eric got to sit down and chat with me. Uh, if you have any questions, let him know. Let me know if this interests you. We can see how we can help it out. And yeah, other than that, guys, hope you enjoy. Well, hello, Mr. Eric. Mr. Trujillo, very good to be talking to you. Yes, sir. Same here. Always a pleasure. We, uh, you and I talk pretty frequently and we always have good discussions. So I'm glad that we can talk again and have a discussion, um, uh, with some other people listening. So sure. cool. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Um, so I wanted to get you on today. Um, I think back, I mean, I'm trying to do math, but I feel like towards the end of quarantine or maybe during quarantine, I think it was at the end of quarantine, um, I know circling around social media, I started to see the hard 75 challenge, um, and whatnot. So I just wanted to bring you on and talk a little bit about that. But, um, yeah, for those of you who don't know who you are, can you, uh, tell me your name and how long you've been a member at CrossFit Loveland? Sure. Eric Rupleski is the name. I've been going to CrossFit Loveland, my first CrossFit experience I've ever had since, uh, I think right about December 2018 is when I joined mm -hmm. up with you guys. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and you still like it, so that's good. Or you like me at least. Or you like it. It's been good. You know, the, the variety of coaches, classes, the rest of that. Uh, you know, I started out, I walked into that 5 a.m. class unannounced, just like, <laughs> here I am. Teach me how to CrossFit kind of thing. Yeah. Back in the, uh, back in the days of pre COVID and pre reservation and all yeah. that good stuff. <laughs> when you could just show up and you could get. Yeah. Dude. So. Yeah. First class, first class is free. We didn't have any guidelines. It was like, show up. Cool. Can you do this? All right, cool. Stay safe. I'll catch you later. Um, awesome, man. Well, uh, well, for the, I know that there's some people that know or read or saw the Hard 75 Challenge. Um, can you explain that just a little bit for me? Kind of let, let everyone know what it is. Sure. So, you know, I got into it very much from the outside. And I'm not even sure who the creator of the challenge was without looking it up. And I believe it's associated with some sort of book that he wrote. 
but the basics behind it were that it kind of intrigued me. It was, you know, five simple rules. It was a 75-day challenge. You've got to meet all five of these rules every day. If you don't, then you start over at day one again. Um, you don't get to just kind of say, oh, I missed a day and keep on counting. So mm-hmm. those rules are, and I'll list them off in no particular order. Uh, pick a meal plan and stick to it. So whatever that meal plan looks like for you. Uh, two workouts a day, 45 minutes a piece, uh, one of which needs to be outdoors. Uh, drink a gallon of water a day. Uh, read 10 pages of a book that you learn from every day. So nonfiction type book. And mm-hmm. then uh, the final one is uh, take a selfie every day. Did I already mention that one? No, you didn't yeah. mention the selfie. That's so, a Oh, so wait, I feel like you. I feel like you did. You well, okay. You didn't tell me, but there was one time during class that you had the, you had your American flag gator on, and you took a selfie. Exactly. And I was like, I was like, dude, that's so douchey. <laughs> but now I get it. So I can't. So I can't call you. There you go. So good. Good for you. So you stuck with it. Proud of you, man. Yeah. So um, yeah. That's awesome, dude. And uh, how was it overall? So, to be honest, the, the hardest part of the whole thing is drinking the, the damn gallon of water. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. You'd think that would be easy, right? And, you yeah. know, if you get on it early in the day, it's not too big of a deal. But if you forget and you, you're coming around to 11 o'clock noon and you're just starting lunch and you're trying to start getting that water in you, you're going to spend the rest of the day consuming water and eliminating water. Well, and I'm, I know for me personally, um, the more water I drink, the more I have to use the restroom. So it's, you know, how many times do I want to leave the middle of class to go, go use the dang yeah. restroom, man? The, the, the hindrance to the, the routine and the schedule just in your daily life. So that was, that was really the hardest part of the whole thing. Sure, sure, definitely. Um, and then what meal plan did you stick with? Or what, which one did you so, choose and, and why did you choose it? So... To me, it was just kind of two simple rules surrounding my meal plan. I'm only going to eat once a day, and I'm going to keep on the vegan routine that I already started back in May. So mm-hmm. that's where I, I kept things. Uh, it was just a simple thing. Uh, I was counting calories in general, but I wasn't necessarily uh, trying to stick to any real specific kind of thing. It was just what I knew was going to work for me to stay in a calorie deficit and, mm-hmm. and lose some weight like I was trying to do. Exactly. And I know, I know weight, I I don't really like to harp on weight a lot. It is a great benchmark, right? But there's, there's other metrics that I personally like to track as far as like, do you even feel good? Um, But as far as weight went, um, how, how much did you end up losing? So right about during the challenge timeframe, about 30 pounds and then 35 pounds to date. So, and, and for me at the same time, like you said, weight wasn't the primary target or primary goal is a metric that I could track mm-hmm. but it was really about just the overall fitness and feeling good and knowing I needed to bring my body fat percentage down and you know my worrying about my joints and just the general kind of I guess stiffness and and soreness that I had that could have even been diagnosed as like fibromyalgia or one of those type of unknown chronic pain diseases that I didn't want to be a part of didn't want to have that diagnosis pointed at me mm-hmm. no dude i i absolutely love it and uh 
And, and I think one thing on the topic, but sort of off the topic, you know, sometimes we like to get super crazy with, you know, diets or exercise habits or, or eating habits, even at that. But for the most basic general way to lose body weight is to be in a caloric deficit for a extended period amount of time, right? So 75 days, what, that's like two, two and a half months. Like yeah. that's in, in the grand scheme of things, that's really not that much. You know what I mean? Um, and it is obviously what are you eating that also plays a factor into it um, that sort of ex that supports your health um, or your joint health, your bone health, um, even just your recovery during workouts and such. But it's so basic, right? I mean, it's so easy. You lost a ton of weight by staying in a caloric deficit, working out and being consistent. And then the water, I, I would argue that probably also helped you as well. Um, so you kind of said that the water, you know, was, was sort of a challenge for you. Would you say that would be your biggest challenge? Was there anything, you know, specifically doing, um, that you were doing was hard for you? Was there any day that was, you would say the hardest or any week that was the most difficult for you to get through? You know, it's overall the, you know, the, the next hardest thing, or maybe the hardest thing was to, to rearrange your lifestyle and your schedule. To, to fit the challenge. So, you know, we all have our schedules and routines that we're used to. We kind of generally tend to stick to those. And so when you radically modify what you're going to do is just by adding the two workouts a day, that's going to change things big time. So we either got to make sure you get started on that early or there's some sort of intentional time in the day that you're getting that done. And for me, I ended up settling on a routine where that was kind of the last thing I was doing of the day was getting in a 45 minute workout, mm. uh, outdoors. And early on when the sun was up during the summertime, it would be a, a pretty brisk family walk even, which became a great connection point for the family. And then mm. after the, the sun started setting earlier, it was just me and my oldest boy out for a, uh, walk, a walk or a jog in the, you know, in the dark, even mm -hmm. it was, another great kind of gift inside of the whole challenge where that was time for us to connect and exercise together. And, and really, of course, the connection side is the best part. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. No. And I think too, uh, I, I, I love that. And I agree with it. And I think, you know, for a lot of families, the, the difficulty lies in rearranging their schedule to match their families, right? Like you, like we, those that have kids know that I don't want to restrict my kid to a certain style of living, style of eating. Like they, it, what's, what's going to work for you doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for them. Um, you know, there is a, the lifestyle piece to it, but um, you know, I, I've heard from several people like that. So it is, I, their biggest roadblock I should say is I, it's hard for me to make something specifically for me while in addition feeding the family. So I could definitely see how that's a challenge and, you know, like you said, like making time, right? Making at least an hour and a half to do exercise, not in one sitting, but at different times. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, I dig it. And then even sort of your quiet time. Um, so from all of this, you know, I'm sure there's some silver linings, like you were saying with your kids, getting some more alone time, one-on-one -on -one time. What was your biggest takeaway you'd say from the whole challenge? Maybe something specific. Um, what would you say is the biggest takeaway from all of it after you completed it? Yeah, so looking back, I think, and I've tried to convey this in words to people around me, and I think sometimes they catch it, sometimes they don't, but if you're looking for a radical change in your life or how you feel or how you do something, 
you have to make a radical change in what you're doing. It's not just this simple uh, baby step kind of thing. So if you really want these results, I think so, so many times some people say, you know, they're going to start with this small diet thing here and they might do it for a few days and not stick to it. Or they might go to the gym for a few days and not stick to that. But if you kind of shift the frame on how you're thinking of things and just say, look, I'm, I'm looking to make this change. It's a significant change. And to make that actually happen, I need to take some significant action. Mm -hmm. I like that kind of go all in, right? Yeah, that's, that's really what it is. You've got to have this target that you think is possibly not achievable, but you're going to do your damnedest to, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and I think everything's, you know, it, it's, it's relevant to its application, right? Like you said, this, this radical change, sometimes we do get stuck in, okay, well, I'm going to start on Monday and then Monday comes, you do great. Tuesday, you fall off you know, Wednesday you hop in and then Thursday, Friday and the weekends all goes to all goes down the drain. And, um, you know, I think doing something of the sort doesn't only change your, your body and like what you're capable of doing, but your mindset as well, you know? So say you do then either continue off of this or say you go back to, um, you know, eating less or drinking more water or exercising more, you've already done it. So you know, it can be done and it's going to be a lot easier than sort of just jumping into this and wondering, you know, can this be done? So I, I dig it, dude. And I know, I know from our conversations, you know, this, this sort of thing, this, this radical change sort of uh, stepping outside your comfort zone is. Is that correct? Yeah, that's, you know, like I said, just, just making significant changes. I guess I'm an impatient person. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I need to see some results right away. And then, you know, on top of that, some of the, the fact that you step into a challenge and kind of announce that to, to those around you and you have this uh, milestone of the 75 days or whatever that challenge is. And especially when you're not going to allow yourself, you know, there's no cheat days, there's no taking a break. It's going to be a continuous thing. And if you don't hit that target every day, you're resetting the clock at starting at uh, mm -hmm. day zero. Again. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, I love it, dude. And uh, is this something you're still doing? Are you taking bits and pieces of it that you're doing? Um, you know, what are you, what are you kind of taking? Uh, are you, are you adding on to this? Or are you kind of taking this break reset and something you might do in the future? I, I think mostly it's been a change in lifestyle for me. So the, the habits that I gained as part of this are continuing on especially on the diet and exercise side. Now I'm not going to be working out twice a day, every day. Uh, I think I'm on day 86 or 87 now. And in that time I decided one day, okay, I'm not going to do this second workout now. So, you know, and that was a, a choice, a decision and saying, okay, I know I've, I've done what I set out to do. It's time to take a break and recover and then continue on. Mm -hmm. Awesome dude. And do you ever see yourself well, I, I'm, I'm sure if you get to a point that you want another reset, but is this something that might just become, you know, maybe a yearly thing for you? Or, you know, I know you've taken those habits, but, you, you know, is this something you would do again in the future? I'd definitely do it again. I'd have to see how I can set some new targets inside of it, though, because, sure. you know, sticking to the rules is one thing, but I think you have to have some goals and something you're trying to reach for at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, to use the moniker, uh, you know, the functional fitness, I realized that my body composition at the time was holding me back from doing certain things in life. And as a CrossFit athlete, 
and I wanted to push past those. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've seen firsthand um, how much you, how much better have you gotten just overall fitness? Um, you know, it does, especially in, a, in something like CrossFit that does require a lot of body weight movements and you moving your body in space. It's science. The less weight that you have to move, the easier it is going to move. And that's going to be less stressful in the joints, um, whether you're doing pull-ups or push-ups or air squats or running, um, anything of the sort. And, you know, the strength you can always have and gain. Um, but, you know, if, if in the body weight scheme of things, that's what really holds you back is if you're carrying anything excess, right? And it's not saying you have to be 2% body weight to be decent at g CrossFit gymnastics. It doesn't hurt, but it's just getting to a point that that strength to weight ratio is a little bit more balanced. Um, so um, would you recommend, and you probably already answered this, would you recommend this to a friend? Would you recommend this to any of the members in the CrossFit gym? Um, I know that kind of goes with, uh, with something attached to it. Like, are you willing to make the sacrifice? But is this something that you would recommend anybody, even if they're not trying to make a radical change to try and to do? I'd recommend it to, to anybody out there. I think what you're going to find inside of yourself to make a challenge like this happen is, is going to surprise you. And you're going to grow from that recognition of, of what you can do. And I think, you know, one thing to be kind of clear on too is, you know, you don't have to stick to these five rules on this challenge. You could, you could take the 75 hard and just take the two workouts a day in the, in the meal plan. And, and that's all you're going to do, right? You could just mm -hmm. pick the elements that are going to work for what you have going in your life. Mm -hmm. I like it, dude. Maybe, uh, maybe CrossFit Loveland might come up with a challenge like that. Um, so as far as books go, right, I feel a lot of us, I, okay, I feel for me personally, I'm a podcast guy, you know, I'm just trying to get back into reading. I do enjoy reading. I need a book to grab me though. And I've been going through a couple books that haven't really grabbed me and I've tried. Um, but we both can agree. And I think a lot of people can agree that reading is very, very good. As far as books go, what are some of the books that you've been reading and what are some of like your, your favorite things about this book that you say applied to life or that helped you get through the challenge or maybe, you know, improve your relationship with your significant other or family or workouts? Um, is there anything that you got that just was eye opening for you? I'll, I'll list off a few. The first that comes to mind, and this actually, I found this book while out on one of my workouts at the neighborhood bus stop, the school bus stop here in the neighborhood, someone had set up a community library. Oh, and there's a cool dudes. There is a book in there called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And I think Dan McMillan or Dan Millman is the author of that. And it's a really cool book, I think kind of written in the late 60s or 70s, something like that. That is a fantastic story of I think very similar to his experience of kind of growing up in California going to college out there running into some sort of mentor randomly at a gas station and then learning from this like ninja like super you know intellectual mentor and applying those principles to your life to make your life better kind of reaching for what's out there for you in the world and then understanding your place in the world and what your role is and and finding, you know, that inner peace and happiness inside of everything that you have going on. That's awesome, man. Um, and how many books were you able to read? 
So I got through that book and then a uh, couple others. Uh, one was actually, it's kind of funny, people might laugh at this, but it was Laurel Ingalls Wilder book, On the Way Home. It was a diary trip of their trip from moving from South Dakota to Missouri. And it's this mm. cool kind of snapshot in time that really makes, it made me reflect on just how good we have it these days as far as all the technology mm. and the comforts and everything else. And it helps reframe your mind on what you really need in your life. That's awesome, dude. I love those books that just kind of bring clarity, right? Um, that it, and it's not even the self-help book that's telling you how, what you should do or what habits create, but it is like you look at other people's situations and you kind of don't feel bad about yours anymore and you become yeah. more grateful and just aware. And, you know, I think just little reads like that and, and understanding where we're at in our lives and even we can, you know, get upset with COVID and 2020 and how rude it's been to us, but um, you know, there's not going to be many opportunities for us to be so connected and close with our family um, and the want for community. I don't think ever, you know, um, and I hope I hope not for the gym's sake that we don't have to do this again next yeah. year. But, um, you know, I, I me personally, I did appreciate sort of like those times like that, that that allows you to reflect. So cool, man. Um, well, you got anything else for us? Is there anything else you wanted to, to sort of share, talk about um, that we didn't cover? No, I, I think, you know, just kind of the message I've been trying to deliver to people lately, because I always like to share anything that I learn. So, you know, inside of my life, as I, I make these journeys and have these experiences, I always like to try to share that to people around me and just kind of whatever I've learned or experienced or felt to, to share that with those around me. And so, you know, I love to kind of deliver this message of, you know, just take a look at where you are. For me, it was all about really looking at the the numbers behind my body composition and what was it going to take as far as daily calories. I took a really kind of numbers and logical scientific approach to things mm -hmm. and then just dove into this challenge that was obviously I was using numbers to track my progress and make things happen, but it was more about the overall experience of what my body can do to empower me and my life and moving mm -hmm. forward with that. I like that, dude. I dig it. Um, cool, dude. Well, maybe I'll have to try it now. I think you've enticed me. Is that I'll the right word? To it. I'll hold you to it. I'll, I'll set the Shoot. counter on the, on the wall of the gym. We'll get it going. Shoot. Yeah, we'll get it going. No, I'm just going to, I'm going to get uh, like they do in prison. I'm going to mark numbers on the wall. There you go. And then, I, right. then, then when I mess up, when I mess up, I'll just have to put paint over it or something like that. So scratch the days, cool, dude. scratch the days away, dude. Awesome, man. Hey dude, well, thank you so much for sharing that, dude. I appreciate it. Um, I would highly recommend if anybody at the gym who sees Eric, uh, reach out to Eric, if you guys have any questions or if you're more interested in it. Um, I saw the transformation, you know, firsthand with the amount of time I got to spend with Eric. Um, absolutely loved it. Super proud of you, dude. I know it's, I know it's tough for sure. And I know it always sounds good. And then once you start diving into it, a lot of us say like, oh, this is, uh, this is not as easy as I thought. So um, definitely applaud you for sticking through it, man. And yeah, appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank you. It's good to be here and glad I could share it. Absolutely. Thanks, dude. All right. Take care.